Yeah. And then right. I guess at the end we'll just say, I don't know, we'll figure something out. We always do because this is Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly podcast, wait, geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. I am one of your hosts, Eric. And joining me this week is Steve. Hi. And Shows. Hello. And Hawk. Hey. Yeah, because I have the Zencaster trial for a couple more days, I figured, why not get four people on here? Yeah. Why not? Awesome. So this is another bonus episode for all you listeners out there. And we thought since E3, the electronic, our electronics er, entertainment expo, Electronic yes. entertainment. Let's just yeah. let's just say that's what it is. Yeah, E3 uh, just ended. We thought we'd uh, do a little bit of a roundup of what we thought of the conferences. We'll do like we'll do two likes, like two things we really liked about the shows, and then one disappointment. I was debating going like dislike like or, but maybe we'll just do like like dislike. Yeah, because... and on a low note. <laughs> and on a low note. Well, <laughs> I, I think at the end of the episode, maybe we'll talk about who we thought was the best conference or something like that. Cool. Who won it for us this year. Cool. Um, Let's go with our first happy note with shows. Go. Okay. Um, So the first thing that I wanted to mention about was the Spider-Man game. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I have been looking forward to playing something uh, similar to, you know, the Arkham series, um, and it's been a little while since a new one of those have come out and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to, uh, this was Rocksteady that, that did this one, right? Nope. Yes. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. The new one. No, not, not, not Spider-Man. No. Insomniac. So, yeah. Insomniac. Insomniac. Okay. Yeah. But it, it really does, it does have, it does have that feel, right? Like of, of the, the Arkham series and, and watching some of the combat and some of the, um, uh, combo driven combat and being able to, uh, sort of move around the map, I mean, when was the last time we had a Spider-Man game? Was it Nintendo 64? Like where you were flying around the map and, and really having a PlayStation 2, yeah. PlayStation 2, yeah. Yeah, they had Spider-Man 2, which was the last one that they did really good. Yeah. Like transverse throughout a city. That was Rockstar. Uh, was it Rockstar that did that? Wait, Rockstar? Who's Rockstar? I'm pretty the sure Rockstar that did that too. No. Oh, interesting. I just remember it being really good on PS2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, understandable. Like the the idea that spider-man has been spider-man for eight years so you don't really have to go through the learning curve and he just is sort of powered as it is yeah. i think that's a great idea mm-hmm. yeah and i think the technology's caught up to a point where they can really realize it uh, on a new level and uh, yeah it just looked great and yeah even if it is just like a arkham style game i think uh you know having the different style of combat and uh you know the more uh, positive you know a character and world, mm-hmm. I think, uh, will lend itself to being a, a fun uh, new Arkham. Mm. And the the fact that they um, they showed the Sinister Six mm-hmm. minus one, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that looked really cool. Yeah, yeah apparently the last, game. yeah, the last voice we heard was the sixth person for them. Oh, so mm, uh, probably pers- Doc Ock. Personally, I think it's going to have to do a little more work before I really get interested in it. Not because uh, when I saw it, I, I immediately thought of the PlayStation Two version. That and I kind of started thinking, you know, the problems that could result as you're progressing in that, and the fact that it's still a single player game. Um, as long as they have, they do something interesting with the character progression and how you outfit your guy, and basically how to keep you interested in it instead of just flying around New York all the time doing like 
you remember how the side missions used to get boring on it? Yeah, but I could say that about any open world game. Like, I get bored pretty easily. Sure. I'm just hoping that the, the Spider-Man, being Spider-Man, will keep me interested enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... it looks like just a fun superhero game. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Any final thoughts on that, uh, shows? That, that was that was my number one. I just, like, as I was watching that, I just had a smile on my face. I was just thinking that I, I want to buy nice. this game when it comes out, and, and I want to have some fun playing it. Maybe even hmm. play it with my kid, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's good. Yeah, yeah definitely going to be a family-friendly title in that. So yeah, you got a double bonus mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. And I definitely pre-ordered that. That's the only game I pre-ordered. <laughs> um, but I pre-ordered that a long time ago when they announced that the special edition was coming with a Spider-Man statue. Nope. And I was like, I need a Spider-Man statue. Why not? Another one, right? <laughs> I don't have one at all. I have a Batman one. And anyway, I'm not going to go through all the statues. That's <laughs> yes, gonna, that, that's another that's episode. <laughs> I remember statue. boring. I remember boring um, Hawk about the how I have a sideshow collectible uh, statue. Yes. Oh my god! And it's, and it's of um, the Crystal Skull. Oh my the god! Oh, why would you? Oh, okay, it, then, it, no, it, moving it, on. It, 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 it came with the Blu-ray. I'm just anyway. Yeah, anyway. that's a, that was the other issue is that you bought yeah, the, you Blu-ray. the Blu-ray. Yeah, I know <laughs> that you even own that in the first. Okay, well, let's, let's move it. on. Yeah, I needed it for my. For my collection, you, you, I, need, you <laughs> needed it. Okay, all right. So moving on, E three. Anyway, I might have it twice on Blu-ray. Um, yeah, Steve, you get to go next. <laughs> uh, I, I would have preferred to have had some time to digest that 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 horror show we just entered into there. That's why I went straight to you. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, uh, there was a trailer, and of course, we know nothing about this game, so it's all like you know early day speculation. But the the one trailer that really caught my attention because it was just really well presented was for a uh, a new title called Control, mm-hmm. um, which seemed to have a lady with uh, probably some kind of like psychic power because uh, she was like uh, looked like she had a, a gun that was you know formed from her mind because it was like undulating and and uh, and there's a lot of like. Um, uh, oh, what was that? What was that Nolan movie? Uh, Inception. Inception. There's a lot of yeah, Inception yeah. style, like you know, ending uh, of reality and and uh, spatial, you know, stuff. So anyway, that's all I have to say. It just it was a good trailer because it intrigued me. I'm not uh, going to pre-order anything because there's no information on it. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a it was a great little teaser, and uh, I'm gonna gonna remember it from the show. Yeah. The um, it, it's it comes from Remedy Games, which made Alan Wake and Quantum Break. So it mm-hmm. really did have that feel of Quantum Break. Quantum Break, there. definitely, yes. But yeah. without Iceman, so you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which is an immediate improvement. It, I yeah. think, maybe more than even any of our other picks in that for the presentations and that this year and that that one fulfilled what a gameplay trailer should do even you know yes we didn't see a lot of it a teaser yeah yeah we saw cinematics but we also saw gameplay in that but it was it's enough that everybody was just talking about it afterwards yeah it was a fresh concept in an era where there are a lot of games which are sequels Mm -hmm. or uh you know returns to an existing formula i mean even spider-man is 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 a new take on an existing formula so uh it looked fresh who knows you know how that'll actually be when it plays out but um yeah it it, it sparked some curiosity in in uh in the show i think yeah and there's yeah. some sort of promise Very of cool. like kind of a, a new gameplay engine that we may not have kind of seen at this point yet yes yes mm-hmm. cool um well as long as it has more sean ashmore mm-hmm. i'll be fine <laughs> Or was it the other one? I don't know. They're twins, so it's hard to tell. <sighs> um, 
Yeah, uh, as I as I bother Steve, I'm gonna go over to Hawk. Go, Hawk. Uh, for me, it had to be Ghosts of uh, Tsushima. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. As far as any other presentation than that, it was just beautiful. It focused on exactly what a gorgeous what, looking game. What they needed mm-hmm. to be in that in order to get intrigued by it. Um, mm. I honestly did not think that they were going to show gameplay. I thought it was just going to be a cinematic trailer because yeah. we haven't seen anything from sure. it. Yeah. And nope. They straight went into gameplay, which was amazing. The entire yeah. trailer gameplay in that. And talk about gameplay in that. It was just beautiful. And it was like, it kind of reminded me of, um, there was this game for PlayStation. Uh, yeah, the original PlayStation uh, back in, uh, it was called Bushido. That. Not a very popular game, that, but it was all. It was just basically all about like training in these like you know dojos and that. Uh, it was all about sword moves and discipline and that, and I'm getting this like a great sense of that from this game already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Just the lighting and just the the cinematic feel of it was incredible. Like the leaves on the floor that were moving when they were walking through. Yes. And mm-hmm. then the and then the arrows came and started burning them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so. I good. know that's this that is one that one kind of game where you really want to learn how to play in that in order just to turn the HUD off and just watch it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think do you think a game like that is really going to push the limits of the current hardware? Like, is that going to be like a PS4 Pro exclusive? Or well, I mean, they don't, don't do exclusives don't, for that, but. Yeah, they don't do exclusives purely because they don't want to alienate fans. Oh, but I think no, that the pro hardware will definitely push the limits of that graphically. Sure. Mm-hmm. But if you look at God of War, like God of War is a gorgeous right. game. Yeah. And um, and that's yeah. the PS4 just makes it a little bit better. And that was yeah. that was what it reminded me of in that. Probably like, you know, how people felt when they saw God of War like last year and that. Yeah, because people didn't believe that that was playing on a regular, that that could play on a regular PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I have a regular PlayStation, and it looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God of War. Um, um, the, the thing that really made me laugh about this is that it had a hint of The Last Jedi, the, the, uh, the, the battle at the end. Well, you know, the, the, I'm doing air quotes with the battle right. for Luke and, and uh, Kylo. Yes, yes. Like, if they shot that battle correctly it could have been like ghost of tsushima anyway i'm not going to go into it we don't need to talk about the last year. my last uh <laughs> my last uh point about this uh it also produced probably the funniest controversy of the entire e3 show and that <laughs> but not really controversy yep. <laughs> but yeah. sort of but yeah. uh, the fact that i i think i called it that night i was just thinking to myself this guy spent his entire life learning how to play this you know instrument and that and, okay, yeah. so let's give some background to the people who haven't seen it. So before the uh, presentation, they brought out Cornelius Boots, who is a American composer and instrumentalist, and he's um he's one of the masters of the art of what is it called uh, the bamboo flute. <laughs> and so they brought him out in full gear, like he does when he performs, anyways. And uh, yeah, so he played. I guess the music from Ghost of Tsushima right before they showed the the gameplay demo. Right. Anyway, but, but to explain, he his full gear resembled you know traditional like Sengoku style monk getup, right? Yeah. So you have this this dude, not Asian, walks out in a stage which is set up to look like you know feudal Japan, and he starts playing. And even I was sort of thinking, well, you know, 
I'm sure there's a reason why they chose this guy, you know, but it just seemed a little strange for him to dress up for it. And, uh, and I just figured there was going to be a lot of white knighting and, uh, whatnot, you know, because of, you know, internet these days. Um, anyway, just wanted to add that, that point. It's called the Sakuhashi flute. Sure. He's the, one of very few people that have received the master teaching license. Shihan from a grandmaster. Wow. wow. Yeah, they really should have just actually said that, you know, loud, <laughs> you know, or and there yeah. no issue. Or they could have just done it in like, like, like a lower they didn't third. even say who he was. Yeah. Right? Like, no. like they could have just that was, like subtitled yeah, him. Terrible, yeah. terrible presentation for what was actually a very lovely performance. Yeah, I mean, this is getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I do think that the the musical aspects of the Sony presentation were were mishandled, like both of them, like the the guitar one earlier too, because yes. they had everybody in a room, in a room that was meant to resemble uh, something that let's, was later shown in last. Let's episode. let's not talk about this anyway. All right, all right, we'll move on. Wait, to me, yay! <laughs> <laughs> because, which is funny, because we can segue straight into the Last of Us, because that was my number one. Yes, on there. But not because they brought out Gustavo Santaniello. Well, Which yeah. was great. It's just I love him. Anyway, out. that's not what I was going to talk about. Yes. He, he's amazing as it is. They actually did a live performance concert with him last year or two years ago with, yeah. the, with the voice actors and they read lines from the... Anyway, I love it. I downloaded that. Um, anyway, The Last of Us 2 showed a cinematic slash gameplay trailer um, where... It sort of started off with the sweet little dance, um, like a dance between all the refugee people. Then and all sorts of Ellie's stressful. dancing. Yeah, yeah. Ellie is dancing with this other girl because you know Ellie's gay, so she dances nice. with another girl. And then it goes into stealth gameplay demo, which is gorgeous. <laughs> and like they're showing new mechanics, but not really tell you that they're new mechanics. Like there, there's new stealth mechanics and are the ways of dodging, which is. Just amazing. I guess someone who's a really big Last of Us fan like myself um, really noticed it. But people who weren't were just like, this is a really good and gruesome yeah. demo. But then it ended on a, a sweet kiss between the, I guess they might be two protagonists. I'm not sure who the other yeah. girl is. But she's played by Shannon Woodward from Westworld. Nice. Um, but not, but like, it's funny because there was a bit of controversy around the animation because people were saying it was fake. Like it was like, it wasn't um, in engine and, and it was from a video game company that that was saying it. They're like, no, this is fake. (laughs) And then the naughty dog guys were like, let's go for lunch and we'll tell you how it's real. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, then the guy deleted his tweet. But anyway, the, the thing that really impressed me was the actual kiss. Like if you look at it intricately, you can see like the lips move, and then there's like other really technical aspects, mm-hmm. like just from the pores, and like oh man, it's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, Detroit is these. There's a lot of games are really pushing the detail level now. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember a movie called Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within? Oh yeah. Oh Unfortunately, yeah. yes. Yeah. And and this was like one of Square's like early attempts at making a movie. Yeah, and I it was like 2005. Their movie studio, actually. Yeah, because it cost them a fortune, and 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 I remember yeah. that there's a kiss in that in that movie between two characters that looks like it's the scariest sort of uncanny valley 
creepiness that you'll ever see um, between two sort of you know animated robots on, on a screen, <laughs> and then and then now to see sort of where we're at, where something can be you know uh, mocapped and something can be green screened, and you can actually put an, a lot of emotion into two characters mm-hmm. interacting in a video game. I, d- I honestly don't remember that scene. I've forgotten so much of that movie. I'm going to have to check that out now. It was between fake Ben Affleck yeah. slash um, who was it? Alec Baldwin yeah. doing the voice. Yeah. And uh, who's the girl? Ming Na. Was it Ming? Yeah, I think it was Ming Na. Yeah. Oh man, that was a bad movie. I was thinking Advent. I was thinking um, no. Advent, Advent Children. Even that was better. Yeah, that that, that was considerably <laughs> better because it was like Final Fantasy VII. But yeah, no, th- this was weird. this was a whole sci-fi thing where they were trying to, you know, these spirits were loose and, and uh, yeah. don't even try to explain it, man. It's oh, it's yeah. it's so convoluted and I think steeped in possibly foreign concepts that they should never ever have brought that over as a as a as a. We we film. should watch it and then do a podcast. We totally about should. It. I remember seeing that in the theater, and that was the one only time I saw York? it. I I have it on or DVD. TV. Well, I do. at least you don't have a Blu-ray with, uh, with uh, you know, a toy from it. I might have two of them. No. <laughs> anyway, shows you get to go um, for your next happy thought. Okay, so so my my other sort of happy surprise was um, was from the uh, Bethesda conference, and and it was uh, a new Elder Scrolls game that's going to be coming out uh, on mobile, and uh, they're they're going to be um, releasing it as a free to play game. It's called um, Elder Scrolls Blades. And okay. at, at first, it kind of looked a little bit like um, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. That that game that was on the iPhone, where you were sort of you swipe left and right to swing your sword, and oh, I had that game, Warblade or something like that. In, in, Infinity Blade or Infinity Blade is that the one? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I, I thought that's what it was, but it looked like from the the trailer and from the the, the stuff that's out there that it's a lot more intricate than that. Like that that it's actually sort of like a mini. Elder Scrolls game where you actually can go into, uh, you know, complete little quests, go into dungeons and things. And there's sort of a hub world and, and they want it to, to be cross platform across, um, multiple sort of mobile platforms. And I thought in this world that we're, we're in now where, where mobile gaming is really starting to come into its own, uh, and, and in terms of the graphics and, and, and what you can put out on like an, an iPhone 10 or some of the, uh, flagship Android devices, like, I, I think an Elder Scrolls mobile game uh, will be pretty cool. Nice, cool. Agreed. I signed up for the beta. Oh, was there a beta for this? I should sign up for it too. Yeah. Well, you can sign up, and they'll hopefully pick you. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Who we got next? Steve, go for it. Number two. Uh, so this one probably isn't kid friendly, um, and it's a little specific That's to okay. me. But uh, it uh, was the presentation for Dying Light Two got me very excited for that game. Uh, oh, that's dying... totally kid friendly. <laughs> <laughs> dying Light, if, if if most people don't know, it's a uh, first person uh, parkour game uh, in which uh, you play a character who can who can climb and run and jump and kick, uh, and uh, it's uh, kind of a zombie situation. Um, but uh, you have to deal with a lot of people as well, and it's it's a lot of fun w- with friends. Uh, that's really the main selling point uh, of the game. And uh, oh, anyway, it's multiplayer. Yes, it's co-op multiplayer actually. Oh, I did not fantastic. know that. Oh, it's so it's so much fun. Um, yeah, so you, you both of you'll be running and prancing all over the place, and you get to see all the hilarious things that happen as you uh, beat up you, on zombies. You know how much I love to yes. run and prance. All right. <laughs> well, we'll have to get you a copy. 
so anyway, I was surprised that they made a sequel, but I, I have to say the company Techland uh, was very supportive of its fans. It uh, they actually delayed working another on another project to keep releasing um, material for the original Dying Light, and they uh, they ran a lot of events. So it was a it was a very generous company, and it was a really good uh, time. And the new game looks to have a, a slight, I guess, role playing aspect to it in which you can um, uh, work. Uh, or work against specific groups in the world, and it will actually uh, evolve your world in, in certain in certain right. ways, uh, making it you know uh, more difficult to acquire certain things and change what the neighborhood looks like uh, to reflect uh, the various allegiances you decide to support. So anyway, uh, that was a surprise and uh, maybe not a super popular game, but definitely one uh, I'm pretty excited for. I always like when games um, make it so that decisions affect the world around you yeah like it doesn't happen often enough but when it when it's done really well and it looks like it's going to be done really well in dying light Mm -hmm. um it it really perks my interest yeah yeah um actually um there was an aspect of demon souls that they never carried over to the dark souls series and that and that was a way of altering uh the light balance of the world yes remember that that's true um, there was actually yeah. specific enemies and items you could not get unless you would be, you polarized your light level in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish they kind of. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true. I never. Yeah, I never played oh, it. Demon Souls. I uh, when I heard about that game, that was yeah way back when that that was one of the ones I I had to I think I had to order that because um, it was it was nowhere around here. Um, but I. I remember hearing about it and hearing how hard it is and thinking nope. <laughs> yeah but yeah like, similar doesn't to it get harder yeah. every time you die yes yes okay yeah no no <laughs> but yeah similar to that to that uh, world um uh altering aspect of the game i i i'm sure dying dying light 2 it'd be much more simplistic and much less grindy than that but at the same time uh yeah i do appreciate like seeing um your efforts actually alter the the visuals uh, of the place that uh, you've been spending all your time it's in. not even just the visuals it's cool. the people you interact with and that and, uh, yeah that's true yeah yes. it's almost like i would hmm. equate it to like if if walking if we're gonna go with the walking dead metaphor and that it's like almost you're okay we're not you're, you're looking between alexandria <laughs> and the saviors you know and that's you know and that's uh, the way your, your world balance is going so yeah that's fair did you see that uh shane has showed up in atlanta no what? Uh, what's the dude, the dude that played John Bernthal? Uh, Berthal. John Berthal showed up. No. Where? Yep. Uh, dressed. Um, dressed as the Punisher. Oh, no, he's no. so great. Dressed as. Dressed as Shane. Oh, even Shane. Um, Shane. I don't know. Like you know. God, I would love to. See he's he's. He's been seen hanging around uh, with oh, uh, cast members, um, so. You know what that means? They're gonna do a flashback with, when uh, Andrew Lincoln exits. Well, he's 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 gonna. They're gonna do some sort of stupid thing where it's he's gonna just keep on remembering about stuff. Anyway, who cares? That shows yes, moving on, moving on. Um, Hawk, your turn. Oh, happy, happy number, number two. two. Uh, I had to go with Fallout seventy six. Um, just because. It's kind of renewed my interest in the series and that. Um, as I said, I think in our previous podcast, that uh, 4 was a great game that was marred by the fact that it just took up way too much of your time. Uh, with, 
Yeah, it's just it's still there not feeling it feeling. on four. Yeah. I know uh I know Kevin's listening to me right now and shaking his fist at me, but I'm like, eh, maybe I'll come back to it one day. Yeah, one of those games we plan to come one back day. to. Me with blood. Or I'll or I'll just go straight into seventy six and be like, you know what? I should have given Fallout a right. second chance. But it's the multiplayer aspect that really sells it. Not a, yeah, that looks really interesting. Yeah, because, you know, it's like yeah, we're it, in that age now and that that pretty much like, you know, when you're picking out a game and that one, either you're focusing on a great single player story, you know, you know, which Fallout, you know, had some pretty interesting storylines. You know, it's just that, you know, it, it took you like mm-hmm. a probably 150 to 200 hours to see them all. Um. Mm. So either th- either that or you're looking for a great multiplayer for you and your your friends and that and I think with the level of customization right. that was available in four, uh, you know, coupled with the fact that you know it's like it, it could be something ongoing if it's good enough, it could be something ongoing that you're going to play with people. Mm-hmm. And they said they're making private yeah. servers, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I uh, I liked all the fallouts. Uh, now, I never finished any of them, so if that's one <laughs> of the major flaws of those games, then I am definitely one of the victims of those flaws. But uh, I didn't mind it because I just enjoyed the experience of yeah. it so much. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited for 76 as well. I am a little cautious because it is... I think even they admitted in the show a bit of a, an experiment, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that are going to be different about it in order to facilitate the multiplayer uh, situation. But I, I, you know, I'm optimistic. I think there's a foundation there and definitely every time I played fallout, I always wished I could be playing with other people. And so um, that, that element is, you know, being realized in in this game makes me very uh, excited for it. Is this the game that has the one thing the, that worries uh, me? Sorry, I was just gonna say, yeah. is this the game that has the base building component to it? Yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. That worries well, me. Well, they've, the they've that, uh, uh, that, uh, let me go. go. You, Steve, you stop. <laughs> they, they've they mentioned that you can build bases with your friends and that there are nukes all around oh, the map. Yeah. So I worry about people camping at nukes and then just are right, sort of like being douchebags. These things have been uh, have actually been addressed after the fact, though. Yeah, um, yeah, they have. yeah. The nukes are uh, not uh, that easy to come by, and uh, you can avoid griefers. They're going to really work around that aspect, and also um, the base setup is such that uh, if on the very extreme rare situation that your base is actually set up in a location that is uh, no longer legal. Uh, which is highly unlikely because I think there's a limitation on how big the bases can be. Like they're supposed to fit a certain sure. kind of footprint. Um, mm-hmm. So we're not going to be building these massive, crazy things like we did in four. Uh, they've scaled that back. Uh, I'm going to take over a, be, a battleship. It can be just plopped down uh, in another location very conveniently. So, you know, they've thought of some of these possible um, Plus, um, issues. They'll, they'll probably send like monsters and stuff to yeah. your yes. um, base if, uh, if it is getting too big. Which is what they said in the sure. presentation. Mm. But the launch code, Man. the launch code thing is actually you, one of the most intriguing aspects of that because apparently, you, what you need at least like five pieces in that for a, of a launch code. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's five keys, and then um, uh, then you'll be able to <laughs> launch a nuke. But yeah, yeah. but the That's real if you can get five people yeah, to work together in, exactly, and actually, the, oh, uh, it introduces this, uh, an interesting online aspect in that for clans, basically. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and we know how good clans get them. They're moderate, young people. <laughs> uh, uh, clans. Those are always fun. 
Um, anyway, any final thoughts on uh, Fallout 76? That's like a seventeen. That's um, you, Hawk. No. Are you? Did you pre-order no, your no, giant no, helmet? No, I'm not yet? insane like you. <laughs> I didn't get it, Steve. Did you I, get I, it? I tried. I tried. I couldn't get it. It went up on Amazon for like fifteen minutes oh and then sold God. out. Yeah. No time. Yeah, I I um, searched. No, I meant like that recently. Night. Oh, I missed yeah. it again. Then. Yeah, I yeah. tried searching that very night, and then of course. I find out the next day it was already gone. But like the night they announced the game, I searched everywhere and it you, wasn't up. So you both would have bought it if annoying. you could have, right? Uh, well, I would have at least res- made a reservation yeah. and then thought about it. Yeah, me too. I uh, yeah. I, as I look at this helmet to my right, I <laughs> I, I yeah probably. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm I'm still not totally set on Fallout seventy six. I'll probably get it. Maybe, but it depends on what. Yeah, you've got that go for it. to go with. I yeah, and like the fact that the mods were so bad on PS4. Yeah, uh, for Fallout Four. I just. I mean, what? They're, yeah, they're, they're they're gonna, gonna, it's going to be a highly restricted mod environment, though. Oh yeah, yeah, all for sure. platforms this time. I just assume that I'm going to get a pink uh, Darth Vader, yeah. and I'll be happy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, we did. We did all of you guys, right? Is it me? Yes, it's me it's last. Yeah. So my last one, my my final happy is um from CD Projekt Red, and it is Cyberpunk yes. twenty seventy seven, which they they only showed a um cinematic a cinematic uh, trailer, which was in engine. They yeah. say it was running on a high end PC, but you know that's what you got for uh, demos nowadays. Um, but behind closed doors they had the demo and it was a first person shooter but i'm putting air quotes around shooter because it's actually a first person rpg Mm -hmm. which intrigues me plus it's cd project red so i i will follow them forever them and naughty dog are my just must buy two uh my two companies my must buy yeah companies yeah what about you guys Oh, Any very intrigued by it and that. Yeah, I was following the controversy around the decision to go with first-person shooter and that. And the biggest question was, what's the point of customization if you can't see your own character? However, the company... Yeah, yeah company, but like you could do that. Like they do that in Destiny. They do that in other first-person shooters. It's for sure. powers. And the company and did address stuff. this because they said in, in-game and in the environment and that, you were going to have a lot of opportunities to see your own character in that. Window frames, mirrors... That kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. And when you're driving, that's that's cool. You're driving a lot in the game. Hmm. Um, When does that one come out? What was it? It, They have no no release date because it. CD Projekt Red is one of those companies that'll work on it until it's ready. Sure. And then how how long was your Twitter feed dark for? Two or three years. They announced it and they showed one trailer and then they went dark (laughs) until this year. Yeah, and everyone lost their minds when they just posted one little thing on it, like a dot 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 on their Twitter account. Yeah. and they were like, "What does that mean?" Nice. What does three dots mean? Morse code. Um, <laughs> people actually did go into that, um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, that was my happy thought. I love uh, CD Projekt Red, and if you haven't uh, played The Witcher, go for it. Yeah, it's Cyberpunk. Really um, what was impressive to me is I I actually re- have some of those old RPG books, and um, mm-hmm. so I I've heard 
the stories from the behind the scenes and that's very positive and that's great uh they only showed a cinematic so you know i can't really say much off of that but i can say uh just from their cinematic um it represented the cyberpunk that particular unique version of what we call cyberpunk but the cyberpunk rpg uh extremely well because they took a lot of very classic uh cover art and made it come to life and uh, that, to me, spoke volumes about their attention to uh, the established setting. Um, and so, yeah, and it was I, nice. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice seeing a cyberpunk setting that wasn't at night. Yeah. Yes, like, it yes. was bright, and it was everything that I sort of pictured when I read those. Yeah, cheesy, not cheesy, but sometimes cheesy cyberpunk novels of the eighties. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be dark to be gritty. Um, yeah. And I think they, yeah, they really achieved that, uh, that chrome and neon. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that game when there's actually, you yeah. know, a date. <laughs> Until then, I'm not going to get too wise, excited. Do you guys think this, will, this game will have some yeah. VR in it at all? Uh, no, they, I doubt it. Uh, they, they're not a company that would, goes for gimmicks. Just, yeah, they, just they're not they're, a they're pushing the company. first person as, as sort of a way to, you know, really get in there and, and interact and be part of the scene and be part of the characters that are in there with you. I was like, are, are they going to expect us to get like a, you know, VR, VR headset, headset and, and, and all that? You know, well, that'll be a good prediction for a future E3. I, I don't think so, but um, who knows? Yeah, I kind of doubt it too. They don't seem like a company no. that would do that. And they'd be very upfront about it too. Like when people started asking them about the aspect they're like nope first person and it's a rpg right. it's not a shooter yeah, they're very so much that. there were so yeah. many cinematics revolving yeah. revolving involved with gunfights and that and that's not and that's what kind of brought out the one aspect of it that i found really intriguing is like that dystopian future of just this mass consumerism and that with people upgrading their own bodies and that uh which is always one of the fascinating things about that, that kind of setting yeah yeah, I look forward to Johnny Mnemonic the the game. Anyway, let's go into our our sadness. As I as I started the sadness by <laughs> mentioning Johnny Mnemonic. Um, Shouse, why don't you go first? What was what was your disappointment of the of the? Okay, so so conferences? yeah, like mine's gonna be short, and and I mean it's it, it's not huge. Um, it was Nintendo. It was Nintendo's conference, and and I felt that that they really didn't give me as much as I wanted, especially seeing how successful the switch has been this year. It's just been selling like crazy. Everyone loves it. Uh, critically acclaimed and, and people were looking for some very specific things. I, I mean, you know, p- people wanted more updates of some of their favorite games. People were asking for animal crossing and, and games like that. I mean, we are getting a new Pokemon game. It's not going to be the, the full switch Pokemon game. It's going to be like sort of a, an in-between that's going to connect us to the Pokemon go world. Um, so that, that's Pokemon. Let's go uh, Pikachu and let's go Eevee. Um, but I feel like the real focus was on smash brothers and, and like, I'm not a huge smash brothers fan, so it, it really didn't catch me the same way as it may have caught other people. But yeah, I, w- I was a little disappointed with Nintendo. That's fair. I was disappointed with them too. Did anyone else watch it, or was it just me and Mike? Uh, I'm uh, thinking it was just you guys because, like, just basically, you guys, yeah, yeah. That that for me in recent years that has always been like the problem with Nintendo and that is like when they go, you know, 
obviously the Switch is open to multi-platform games and that, but like when it comes to their presentations, Nintendo's handicap will always be that it, it wants to remain PG and on the you know, and on the side of family entertainment and that. Uh, but that's that's what they're. Like, that's that's what their brand is, and that's fine and everything and that. But at the same time, it's it is never going to be my, my number one when it comes to an E three conference. Yeah, mm. I just wanted to add uh, with the Smash Brothers though, um, the cast of characters that are available for it and that they are all unlockable is quite impressive though. Uh, you know, if if one is into that game, that is an amazing you it's know a value. Huge upgrade, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway. I didn't. I didn't watch. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Steve, let's go into you. What did you uh, find sad about this uh, thingy? Well, uh, overall, I would say the EA conference, but I'll just focus on Anthem. Um, in this whole podcast, we've been talking about games that uh, were either rehashes or or new ideas, and um, Anthem really needed to. Uh, I I feel uh, come across as something more than a uh, Destiny clone. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know that it even achieved that because they showed some footage and they they brought out, you know, the devs and it was, you know, Casey Hudson, you know, from the days of Bioware Glory Yore. But, you know, that whole presentation, it it wasn't the worst uh, of what EA presented, but at the same time, it it was lackluster in that um, everything was canned and prepared answers. And uh I don't know, like, uh, just from what they showed, I I just couldn't get super excited for it, you know, and I, I really needed to see a, a spark there. And it it seemed very, um, what's the word, rote, very uh, derivative. So I don't know. So without, without going any further into it, I, I just thought, you know, the entire EA conference, they needed to achieve a lot of different goals and they didn't do any of them. And Anthem was one of those examples of really needing to... to give a bioware lifeline and i i didn't see it so that's that yeah that that really was the game that they needed to impress me with to Mm -hmm. be like yeah you know what i will get that game like yeah the the initial i guess launch of it the or the 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 trailer from last year was like oh i could see where they're going i yes you know uh bioware is you know sometimes good Apparently, um, yeah, but, no, uh, no, exactly. The teaser last year was like, "That's intriguing. I can't wait to hear more." And but this was really this deliver. was just like an, it was sort of just a little bit of an extended version, but mm-hmm. not much of one. Yeah, and I I didn't um, see where this extra year of them watching what's been going on with Destiny uh, went into their new game. Like I, I I didn't see that they had picked up on any of the problems of the other game and made improvements, which I hope that they have. I'm not saying they haven't, but I don't know based off that presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. For me, the, I agree. Well, there really wasn't a hook to it. Um, yeah. 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 No, that's it right there. But yeah. did, did you notice as um, well? Like, yeah, it, nothing it, made it, it seemed kind of weird that they just kept showing a loop of the same. Same footage. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even yeah. footage. A lot of concept art that they kept showing us, and it was on a loop while yeah. they were talking. And it was like, you can't find a few more yeah, things it was to painful. show us. Like... And especially with the game coming out next, like. I know. Like next year, I know it's very uh, close. Spring. Yeah, and they already delayed it from this fall to yeah. February. You're right. So you're like, uh, yeah. If you think right. about it, it's really scary. If you don't think about it, it was a very mediocre presentation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, uh, uh, Hawk, you go into your 
your sadness? Uh, my <laughs> biggest disappointment uh, was really a disappointment because it was a game I was most excited to see, and that would have been Death Stranding. Uh, mm-hmm. And for me, it failed to be what a Kojima presentation is typically in that, you know, this was big. Like Sony had built it as like, you know, one of, kind of one of the showpieces of the conference and that, but they, I think they've really failed to deliver. Um, this started out as a game. Everybody is confused by nobody knows what the story is like. Nobody knows what the action or gameplay style is going to be like. And I was expecting a massive, technical demonstration probably by kojima himself in that because this you know as i said this is toted as like an a1 title and uh we didn't get that what we got was walking and walking and walking that more Mm -hmm. confusion yeah just more confusion we didn't see like you know gameplay i mean what are we supposed to do and I, again what was missing was um there was uh there was a mechanic i mentioned that the when we did our predictions and that uh it's called the time fall and that and that's supposed to be kind of you know the main danger in the game but still like you know that that part of it wasn't even showcased in that um this could have been this could have functioned just as a cinematic um like the, what mm-hmm. we actually saw of in engine really revealed nothing um, uh, yeah. so I think mm. they, yeah, for, for something as important as this, like Kojima's first game out, out underneath his own, underneath his own flag, um, running on a Decima engine, which we saw, you know, last year with, uh, Horizon, you know, and how beautiful that can be. Um, it failed mm. to, you know what? It didn't look better than Horizon at all. No, I noticed that too. Um, if uh, like if this was a failure in that, I mean, it's something I will I will continue to follow. I will probably pick it up on day one, <clears throat> but as of right now, I, I I'm you know there was nothing that hooked me. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I guess just to go off yours, I'll, I'll I'll do mine. The the PlayStation conference in general was sort of disappointing. It was two hours, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. it was a long an hour and a half, at but least, they, yeah. an hour and a half. But you know how many trailers they showed? But, Eight. Yeah, I, yeah, it was very That's limited. It. Yeah, <laughs> but an hour and a half for well, eight. Well, they trailers? had to move the audience from one room to another. Yeah, yeah, that was so. Like, that was the biggest waste of time. Who so thought that messy. was a good that idea? Like they could have, they could have literally just done that in the main auditorium. It would have mm-hmm. been fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, oh, go ahead. No, no, go for it. No, I was going to say, I mean, I was about to say this like way before, but like that was the whole issue with that first auditorium. They designed it so it resembled what they what the audience would eventually see in the uh, Last of Us 2 uh, trailer. But why would yeah. you put people in a room that they can't appreciate, then show them the trailer, then take them out of that room? It, it, it's just it doesn't make any sense logistically. And really, it, w- it was a barn. Yeah. It was a barn where they were having a dance. Why did they need the bank? make that that was no yeah <laughs> like yeah it, it made right. no sense it was, that was, and it was really showy. especially yeah. since like that was a yeah, very sorry. showy piece and plus filming it and showing it like look what we did and that you know can you you might like that had to be at least a couple i don't know how many millions that went into just building that thing just for this show yeah yeah no for sure backwards. and like it, it was weird like playstation has generally been the best of show for the past I don't know, five years since the PS4 came out. 
Um, and this one was just so disappointing. Like Microsoft was way better, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, Microsoft was um, a tight show. But this also goes back to what Steve um, but, was mentioning before, and that like the whole thing was kind of marred. Like you know, it, even in the the kind of atonal approach they took to the musical aspects of it. I mean, I I didn't mind the the musical aspects. I think it was more that this E three is their big show where they generally announce new things, and most of this was stuff yeah. that we already knew about. Yes, like Last of Us Two yes. was the first one. Ghost of Tsushima they announced last year. Control was mm-hmm. a good surprise. Like, that was yeah, cool. but it was a tiny little Res- thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Resident Evil 2. That was a surprise. Was, yeah. was a surprise, but it's it's still, it's yeah. it's a remaster, a remaster of, of the game. Already know. Yeah. Then they showed Kingdom Hearts yes. again. Yep. I know. But this this one showed Pirates of the Caribbean. So, you know, whoa. And then we had the the weirdness of Death Stranding that went on for way too long <laughs> for a long time. Um, yeah, Neo Two that trailer was all right, but I didn't. It, didn't it was a tra- it was just anything. a trailer, you know. You, I don't think you'd be yeah, able to properly call it cinematic. It was a teaser. Yeah, it firmly. I didn't entrenched. play the first one, so I don't know what it's about. Yeah. Um, well, firmly entrenched then, that this is the year of Sengoku. Uh, it's a samurai everywhere. Yeah. But anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah, and then they ended on Spider Man. But did it really? Because afterwards they had people randomly talking, and they're like, "From software is making a VR game." Uh, yeah, they um, they didn't use their people weird. properly. No, right. it's really bad. Um, and like, uh, whatever. I guess I I'm hoping that game show that they do better. <laughs> like Sony needs to up their game, but they also have their own. Um, they have their the, they have the Tokyo right. Game Show, and then they have the Sony. Mm-hmm. one later this year mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll see something better and like they didn't announce none of these uh consoles announced their new um new hardware but we know it's building did you hear that um amd accidentally yeah. let it slip that they're working on the playstation 5 oh dear oh. yeah well because they had their um their reports uh out to their investors and they're like well, we're developing for this and this and this, and one of them was PlayStation Five. <laughs> Use better, uh, better code words, you know. Yeah, I think everyone yeah. knew that Sony was going to make another one of those things. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, they they're going to make a little portable Vita Two. Uh, that's actually their full console. <laughs> yeah, just like the, just like yeah. the uh, Switch. The uh, CEO of uh, Ubisoft before E3 said that uh, he felt that this next uh, console would be the last, the last uh, console yep. generation. Yeah, I heard that too. And then it's going to subscription, uh, which I'm not looking. I think they to. said that a few years ago too, though. Like, <sighs> I, I, there's been a lot of talk about yeah. streaming. Everything. But I, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think the infrastructure is there in the states to go fully downloadable. Like, they're big big spots in the the mid the midwest but what they can do is they can just keep the worst internet sure but they can keep supporting the old systems to a certain degree while they push forward you know with the new system right so yeah yeah but anyway did anyone um yeah should we should we do a winner of e3 i think microsoft won it for me um i think they had the the tightest conference Uh, i would say those two are pretty because i didn't watch the microsoft steve Oh, that's fair. <laughs> um, I went in any of the- with certain objectives that each conference needed to do. I actually thought uh, Ubisoft had uh, the tightest uh, conference, followed by Xbox. Yeah. Uh, 
I really, I really liked Ubisoft. Yeah, it was just, it was just they, they rolled out their games properly. Their devs didn't waste time talking about their life stories, and they actually showed gameplay after teasers. So that's kind of what you do, you know. Nobody else did that, so I, uh, I think they mm-hmm. had fun. What about you, Hawk? Um, no specific like winners overall as far as like any developer. Um, it was mainly like I looked for basically individual titles and that to succeed. Um, that's fair. So I don't really have an opinion on this. Yeah, that that's mm-hmm. fine. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's throw it out to our uh, audience. Maybe you have a winner, and or what was what well, what disappointed you with our show? Why don't you send us an email? Where Steve? Where can they send us an email? They can send us uh, an email at uh, podcast at geekswithkids.ca, or you can follow us on Twitter at geekswithkids. Uh, CN or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks with kids podcast. We also have an Instagram at uh, Instagram.com geeks with kids. As always, you can find all of our episodes at libsyn.geekswithkids.com or your favorite podcasting service. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes. Very well done. I, um, I switched, um, uh, social media management, uh, software the other oh. day. So now I'm trying to figure out how to, connect instagram <laughs> to it so instagram has sort of not been feeling any of the love right. recently but maybe i'll take a picture of my new wallet which is a batman wallet or my new coasters which is a death star coaster and uh yes eric we really <laughs> will have to do an episode of your outrageous and out of control fandoms collecting just, just like an about. hour oh, of him going through the skull that'll be an adventure. yeah exactly maybe we should just i'll just pop look at these why do i have two of these blu-rays <laughs> Indiana Jones. This will definitely be a good one. No, no, no! Don't do that. Uh, I, w- I would like to stay married. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyway, thank you, Double Mike's and Steve for coming yeah, it was on. Fun. Good times. Thank you, Fred. Yes. Um. Anyway, uh, for Geeks with Kids, I'm Eric. Uh, this is Steve. Go shows. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's tired. <laughs> Say bye, Hawk. <laughs> Goodbye, Hawk. <laughs> good night, all. Have a good bye. And then Joe just said his own death. That was a great ending. <laughs> <laughs>